Welcome to the 19th episode in our podcast series about positive intelligence. Hi, we are Roberta Ryan and Charlie Jett, two certified positive intelligent coaches and partners whose clients include both individuals and businesses. In this episode, Charlie and I will continue the discussion with the five powers by focusing on the innovate power. The innovate power, you bet your life. Now the innovative, innovate power enables you to sweep away the old ideas and jump into the exciting process of creativity. And this is a very much fun and exciting adventure. In the innovate power, you have an intense desire to improve on the obvious initial ideas. And you have permission to go and let go of embedded ideas and generate more. You've got a safe space, a really safe space in which to generate ideas with an alliance amongst others that there will be no judgments. And at least 10% of any idea is good, even if you secretly believe it is not. To put the innovate power into motion, one way is to play a game called Yes And. And for this game, there's a couple important ground rules. Number one, as Charlie mentioned, every idea that is mentioned is at least 10% right. This is no judgment. And number two, and this is crucial, after each idea is presented, the next speaker says, the next speaker says, I love what you said about such and such. And then the speaker builds on that idea and presents a new one. The idea of this is to be creative and out of the box so that you are able to generate ideas that you would never have thought about before. So this is the full innovate here. Never say yes, but this is a judgment absolutely forbidden in this process and in the innovation process. It's really about yes and. The innovation, innovation process must take place in a safe space to keep the new and fresh ideas fl flowing. There'll be time for reflection on the ideas later at other points in the SAGE um, strengths. And Roberta is exactly correct. You don't say yes, but you say yes and. And during this process, it's important to generate a large quantity of ideas in this game where each idea feeds on the others. Don't evaluate in the middle of the idea generation, even if your instincts tell you to do that. Now what's happening with your left and right brain is clear. The saboteurs on your left brain focus on what's wrong. They want you to say no, yes, but, but don't listen to them. Your sage, your right brain, focuses on what is right. That fuels the innovation cycle. Again, the innovation process is simple and powerful. Just think about how this could improve brainstorming sessions with your colleagues at work. What I like about this idea is, remember, focusing on that 10%, and then you add another idea that can be logical or not logical, just to get the juices flowing. You got it. And you, you, you remember that 10% of the ideas are right, whether you believe them or not. Now, when you do this, your saboteurs are not going to be happy. 
They like to interfere with the innovation process by pointing out what is wrong. They want you to say, yes, I like what you're saying, but, but you don't do that. For example, one of my saboteurs is the hyper-rational that narrows the scope of the idea generation to the rational or sensible. You know, and this saboteur energy is the over-intellectual and can restrict creative ideas. You know, you just don't want to do this one because it can affect relationships. And then the other one, the other saboteur I have is the pleaser. You know, I want people to like me. I want people to say, oh yeah, he's a good guy. He agrees with me on this kind of thing. So that pleaser is going to be whispering in my ear. What, what saboteurs affect you, Roberta? Now, the hypervigilant is one that shows up in my clients a lot. And this, this is the one that is really um, clear, certain threatening. In a, they, they don't want to take risks or, and have anxiety. So this saboteur can be fearful of making a mistake. So they restrict the ideas of, flow, of flowing of good ideas. Um, so in this one, it's just really a relaxation activity is really good, like meditation to calm the anxiety before returning to the brainstorm. Another one, um, one of my saboteurs is victim. And this is one that diminishes the enthusiasm and its potential impact. So those are a couple that I have there. And we all have them. And, and quite frankly, remember that in all the previous episodes, we talked about how these saboteurs are normal they are going to be whispering in your ear and talking to you as you're thinking about things to do but you know part of the positive intelligence protocol is that before you do the innovate power and think of different ideas you have to silence these saboteurs or at least turn their volume down a little bit so you can listen to your wiser self your sage so Roberta, you want to do a, a, you know, a very short PQ exercise yes, to get please. us in the mood for moving ahead? Yeah, this is exactly how you tone down your saboteur energy. Perfect. You idea. got it. So let's do one for only a minute or so. You know that you, you can do these for longer if you want, but just to give an example, let's, let's just do one real shortly. So let's just sit back and relax and, you know, relax your toes, you know, just sit, put your feet on the ground and relax your toes shut your eyes and then start moving your, you know, rubbing your, your index finger and your thumb together very, very shortly and uh, very, very quietly. And then trying to feel the, the ridges of your fingerprints and so forth. Just focus intensely on that. Try to feel that and see what it feels like. And just, just, just understand that you are sensing something that's very difficult to feel, but focus on that, focus on that intensely and just sit for us. You know, let's, we'll give you 10 or 15 seconds to just do that and just, just quiet yourself, close your eyes, rub your index finger against your thumb very gently and see if you can feel those ridges. You know, after you do that a while, you'll, you'll find that you've become very calm and something has happened and that you, your, your saboteurs from the left brain have kind of gone away and you're ready to do the innovate exercise. 
And so let's, Roberta, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's, uh, let's play that game a little bit. Let's play that yes and game. So give me an example of how that is, uh, how a yes and thing has impacted you or what you've done in your past. Okay, so let's just actually do, show the folks listening what it looks like. Okay. Have, um, in March, I have a significant birthday coming up and I wanna do a, a really nice vacation, but I haven't really decided what I'm gonna do yet. So I thought you could help me in it with some innovation. We can do the yes and game and come up with some ideas. How's that sound? That sounds great. I'm ready to rock and roll with you, kid. Okay, so I know I want a vacation that in, where I'm with other, with I'm with friends, and I'd like to have it where I can do some hiking or walking, and I'd like to have water. But I have that's as far as I've gone with planning the trip. What? It, well, give me some ideas, and I will play this game. Well, yes, I you know I love what you're saying about the need for a. Uh, for a vacation where you can get together with friends and you can get 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 to some place to be with uh, with water and some places to hike. So let's 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 think about maybe you're you're on the coast of California and uh, and uh, and your your face you you can see the the coast, and then you can see the mountains in the back and you decide with your friends that you want to go on a hike. Yeah, I think the coast of California is a great idea. It makes it easier because I actually live in California. Um, what I really like about that is it's, it's convenient and we do have both ocean and mountains here. So um, what, if I, what if the trip went a little further south and we went to Mexico? Well, I love the idea of going to Mexico. I've been there, but not on the coast. So let's go down on the Baja. What do you say if we, uh, if we, uh, if we go down to the Baja and, and, uh, and you, you are on a place that is not really advertised in uh, brochures and that sort of thing. It's brand new, it's, it's different, it's new. And you're seeing that for the first time with your friends and you say, Hey, this is fun. Let's go on a hike. That's a great idea. Brand new. So it's and and really really unusual place. You know, something where the owners are right there running it. It's a small inn in some way. So it's got some real personality. It's got some personality and then you go on the hike with your friends. I love your idea about about the personality thing. So so uh you you go on a hike and then you come back and what you do is you have, you're hungry. You know, you've got to, you've got to uh, end your, uh, your, your hike and do something that's kind of fun uh, that, and it's memorable. So you find this delightful little restaurant that's near where you're staying and you go in and you see people seem to be enjoying themselves and you sit down and you look at the menu. We find an unusual restaurant to go to together. You know, that's a great idea. I like that. And we could even look at this vacation in a way that we got, uh, we rented a house where we're, it's all ours, like an Airbnb and it's all ours. And we do, we do our cooking and we've got a hot tub and it's on the ocean. You know, we just really have this, environment that we customize to ourselves. 
I love that idea. I mean, you're, you're, you, you, you've had dinner at this restaurant, you've had something fun, and then you're back at the place where you rented and so forth, then you, you, uh, you, you must have a view. So, uh, I think it's, I think we should have a view. You're right. You have a view. So, so I think, you, you know, you, you go out on the veranda afterwards and you, and you sit and smile and reflect on the day. And watch the sun go down. And watch the sun go down. And what do you see? I mean, I, I, I love the idea of watching that sun go down after a beautiful day. And, 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 and you see things as the sun go down that make you feel great and make you happy that you've gone there. What are some of those things that you see? You can see a family with a small child walking on the beach or um, a little sailboat out in, the, out in the ocean. I don't know if you go sailing when the sun's going down, but <laughs> I'm not a sailor, so. Anyway, this is great, Charlie. You've done a great job. I have a really good um, sense of what I wanna do. Are you ready to buy your ticket? Or have I'm, you already bought it? I haven't bought it yet. I gotta bring the friends together. That's good. <laughs> well, you know, that, that, that example that we've just done is just a, things that we throw on the wall and dream up stuff. And later on, we can look back and reflect on what Roberta has said and what she likes to do and some of the ideas. And then, uh, and decide, you know, well, what, uh, what are these things that really resonate with you? And it, it, more importantly, later on, and, and we won't go into this today, but how would your saboteurs reflect on that? How would they respond to that? And you don't have to answer that right now because we'll do that in another example, but that's an example of the yes and yes. technique of building ideas on what you really love to do. Yeah, absolutely. Great, Charlie, thank you. So let's do one for you. What do you, we're kind of on a travel theme. Um, what, do you, what would you like to brainstorm? Okay, I'm gonna. I, I need some brainstorming here, Roberta. I need your help on this. And I, you know, my wife and I were going to go to a uh, a retreat in Charleston, South Carolina, called the Renaissance Weekend. And it, it's a it's a marvelous thing. It's an experience that you love to do. You you rub elbows with important people, which is fun, but not that important. And but we decided not to do that this year. Uh, and it's kind of, uh, we want to figure out what to do for New Year's Eve. You know, we, in New Year's Eve, we want to do something in Chicago that, that we can celebrate, we can have some fun. And, uh, and, I, and there are many different things to do in Chicago. I mean, there are different places to go and different events to, to attend. So our initial thinking is that, well, we live in a building in downtown Chicago above the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Oh, and yeah. uh, so we're thinking of possibly uh, going down to the Ritz-Carlton Ritz Hotel and do the celebration down there. Okay, so you wanna like explore other ideas though, right? I, I do, I mean, I, 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 that's the idea. We we're thinking of maybe collecting a bunch of friends and uh, dressing up 
and going down and celebrating and we don't have to commute we don't have to pay parking we don't have to do anything well you see this is where, where this is a good example of how we get logical and we 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 say okay it's downstairs we don't have to do anything you know because those things are important um but you like what if we expand it out what if oh you... i love it you know i i love that because you you brought my hyper vigilant in or not my hyper rational and i just logically thought it beautiful you know, what's the most practical thing to do what if you go to the other side of town take your friends rent a space rent a hotel rent in a different you know the rich carlton inside and out you they you're downstairs what if you go to the other side of chicago rent a room in a beautiful place and do the celebration there Oh, I love that idea. I love that idea. And I, 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 uh, I hadn't thought of that. That's uh, something that I think our friends would probably resonate with, you know, and we could still do the dress up routine because yeah. the Ritz Carlton thing is black tie. Why don't we, you know, I think maybe, uh, and we could, uh, we could make our little party wherever it is, uh, black tie and elegant. You could do that, or you could all go as clowns. I love that idea too. <laughs> and it's going to be difficult for me to figure out what to say for this one, but uh, hmm, not but. I apologize for this. <laughs> and uh, I could dress up as Santa. You could go as you could all you could do a costume, you could all do different costumes and go out on the town, something where you can walk the streets. Some some cities have this, you know, first night where there's a celebration and music in different locations and you walk around in the town, you get a hotel near that, dress up in costumes and just go out as a crowd. I love that idea. But now and I'm sorry, I use that word, but that's terrible. No. I love that idea. And I'm thinking of the different kinds of costumes that we could we could do, and, you know, and, and I'm thinking of possibly what might be a theme for this, looking ahead to 2022. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure what the theme might be other than uh, looking toward the future with, with hope and with, uh, with uh, inspiration toward happiness for a new year that's a great that's a great one yeah in a way also what came up for me is hope and happiness is like time with friends i mean nothing's more important right now it's like being able to spend time with friends we were so when we were isolated we didn't have much of that well i love you know i love that it it it, it uh you're i think you're really right about uh spending time with friends and that's the whole idea that's that's even a better idea, I think, uh, Roberta, than than the idea of just another new year. I mean, we all have new years and so forth, but just reinforcing your idea with friends and something different. Yes. And, and I, I like I like the idea of don't be blocked in by just a easy recipe for an evening where we could book a uh, an evening just downstairs in the Ritz-Carlton uh, to do something that everybody else can do, but do something that's personal and fun with your friends that's different that they will really remember. What do you about, you know, I love that. Yes, yes. You know, so 
I think both of our ideas, we did a really good job of giving an example of coming out of the box and having ideas that were, that were exciting. And we, may, we certainly aren't going to use them all, but it gives us a chance to be innovative. Well, you know, it does. And then in the process of positive intelligence, what we would do after this process where Roberta has listed the ideas and we, we brainstormed a little bit about what she would do on her, her birthday vacation and, and to Mexico and what I've talked about in terms of uh, New Year's Eve, we could then move to the next uh, sage power of looking back from our wiser selves. And um, then we do a little bit of the evaluation of, well, what really resonates and then how would our saboteurs respond to each of these kinds of things? Right, right. So Roberta, you know, if you don't do this kind of thing, if you, um, if you, if you don't have this honest, innovative exploration of what might be some great ideas for you to do without judgment when you're doing it, what do you think would be the price you might pay if you really don't do this innovation technique without judgment? You know, it's a really good question, Charlie. Um, what I see, not only in myself, but also with clients, is there's a, a dulling, a, a kind of a, a, a less, more of a dulled approach to life in a sense of being trapped by circumstances. Um, increased tension and, and feeling really trapped by circumstances. That's what I see when there isn't just a little bit of time to think up ideas that are creative. And when you do this, it's important before you do it to do these PQ exercises to Absolutely. silence those saboteurs so they don't bother you when you're dreaming up these crazy ideas. You know, this is something that can be very hard for some people. I've worked with clients that um, it's just there. It, they have such a difficult time. Uh, you know, they just kind of clamp down in a certain way where you give them a creative idea and they can't, they, you know, so it, it takes just like all of the sage strengths. If it's an area that you have weakness, it's like building a muscle like strength training where it has to be done where, you know, with strength training, you, you do it on a regular basis. You, um, you build the muscle till it's exhausted, it's uncomfortable. You build it till it's uncomfortable, and then when you come back around, it's a little stronger. And all of the sage strengths are the same thing, and innovatives. So if this is difficult for you, it's really a good idea just to try it, even though you're uncomfortable. And over time, you become more fluid with it. That's and right. And, and do, you, do you find, Roberta, in your practice and so forth, that, that when you deal with businesses that, that uh, and we're, we're going beyond what we just talked about in terms of the vacation of uh, a birthday and, and New Year's, but when, in businesses, they have times where they'll bring together groups and have brainstorm sessions. Yes. And it, it, it seems to me that such brainstorm sessions could really benefit from the yes and technique. Yes, absolutely. The, 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 the fact that it's a safe place to throw your ideas out on the wall without judgment. Yes. And use the yes and technique. Mm -hmm. 
during this process so people feel safe right when they're throwing ideas out what do you think about that i think that's good you know when i'm working with a group and i'm in person which has been a while since i've had a lot much time in person but even in in a over a zoom call i think it helps to have a large board and use different color markers so that you you bring fun into it you know so if if on the whiteboard people write and they can do little doodles anything that dials down the you know the critical part that can bring some play into it is really helpful in this kind of brainstorming for myself sometimes i'll be awake at night with some something that's you know stressful keeping me awake and i'll get up and i'll take a large piece of paper and I'll write everything that's going through my mind because there's there's conflicting, you know, there's different voices that conflict. And I take different colors of pens and I just write out everything so that I get it out of my head. And this is a very similar kind of thing, just getting it out of our, rolling around in our heads so that we've got, um, we've got all the ideas out there, whether they're going to work or not work. It's just being able to just kind of expand the potential. When you do that, Roberta, do you do you do some PQ exercises before you enter, engage in that process? If I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but they're very effective, aren't they? Absolutely. No, it's the best way to dial down the critical voices. Oh, you may get totally rid of them, but if you can just start to dial them down. And as we've, you've talked about in your other um, podcasts, you know, it's the it's the consistently doing the PQ reps, the pausing, the mindfulness. These are my, for me, they're mindfulness practices. It's like when you dial them down, that's what strengthens our ability to um, pause at other times and, and make choices that are positive versus negative. I mean, because, you know, as you know, we define mental fitness as making choices that are positive versus negative, approaching life in a positive way versus negative. Absolutely. And, and it, it's, it happens from these PQ reps is how we strengthen that ability. Absolutely. And these, these positive intelligence reps, these PQ reps, they are, you know, they are, they are techniques that, that are habit forming, that you have to practice. And as Roberta said, you know, you have to, it's, it, it's kind of like an athlete. You have to strengthen yourself to uh, enable yourself to do these things that because you've developed these habits, it kind of energizes these neural pathways to your yeah. right brain yes, and that, that turns down the volume of the left and up turns up the volume of the right. And that enables you to be uh, with your wiser self. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was, this has been fun having a good discussion and a closer examination of the sage power of innovate. I really appreciate being here with you today. Well, I appreciate with you being with you too, Roberta. And I'd like to, I wish we could go on to the next phase of the, you know, the, the sage powers of, you know, going back and then putting ourselves in our wiser self mode and looking back from our ancient selves as to the different ideas that you and I had for your vacation and, you know, my own things of where, where we're going to have the party. Uh, that, that's, that's basically the, the power of navigate. And we will, uh, we will discuss that on the next one. So Roberta, I wanna thank you so much for joining me as the co-host of this Positive Intelligence series. 
And this is the third part of the series where uh, the ver various coaches discuss the five sage powers. And now, Roberta, if someone wants to contact you and learn more about positive intelligence and the coaching you do, how do they do that? Okay, so um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm Roberta Ryan. I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area and I'm a business coach. And my clients are solopreneurs in the fields of uh, their coaches, consultants, financial planners, graphic designers. So they're providing services. And if you want to get a hold of me, my website is Roberta at robertaryan.com. And my email connects right to it. It's Roberta. Oh, I already just said that. I said my email. I'm getting I'm confusing myself. My email is Roberta at robertaryan.com. My website is robertaryan.com. RobertaRyan.com so is your is your website, and people can connect with you there. And also, people can connect with you after we post this podcast series on PodcastPQ.com. They can go directly to your website, or we can, or they can contact you at Roberta at RobertaRyan.com. Yes, great. And you Thank can con you can contact me at CharlieJet. You know, where, what is it? <laughs> remember. It's Char charliejetcoaching.com. That's my coaching site. And the uh, site for these podcasts, as you might know, is podcastpq.com. And in this podcast, we feature many, many coaches that, different, that uh, have different ideas about and perspectives on positive intelligence and great examples of how positive intelligence and mental fitness can help you in your life, not only personally, but in your business life as well. So I wanna thank you all for joining us and we'll see you soon in our next episode when positive intelligence coach, Wendy McManus and I will discuss the next sage power, the power of navigating.